This is Space Cats Peace Turtles, the unofficial podcast for Fantasy Flight's Twilight Imperium. Episode 240, The Codex 3, is real. Music by Ben Prunty, featuring Matt Martins and Hunter Donaldson. Uh, this one, this one's coming to everybody late because uh, Dane is the ultimate troll, and once again is deciding that we have to make things happen on April first so that everyone can question if it's real or not for some reason. So hi, I'm here with Hunter. What's up? Is it real? Uh, hey, it's it's me. I'm here, and uh, I've got some stuff in front of me. I'm looking at it. Yeah. It all seems very real to me, Matt. So I kind of disagree with your framing here. <laughs> um, I think that, Dane, you were saying that this is just when it. I mean, this is when you have time to do it, right? April 1st? Yeah, I mean, just it's just my schedule happens to open up around this time every year, and yeah, this is where we're at. Yeah, There's nothing well, up with it. I mean, it's not like this is... I'm I agree. What it's I'm saying is stuff. the internet like, has this whole history with April Fool's, and then what always happens is exactly this, and then we have to field well, okay, questions yeah, about whether or not April this Fools. is real or not. It's like, yeah, exactly. We have to title this episode, Nobody... It is Real, just so that people oh, believe that it is real. Well, how about I feel this? Like Let me just put this out time- here. Let me just put this out here at the, at the top, all right? Let's be adults, okay? <laughs> it is April 1st, all right? We, there's that, that, was, that just happened, yeah, okay? It's true. So if, you're, if you hear anything in this episode and you think, like, this is a joke, this is not real, you know, maybe you're being a child <laughs> and you can just set this aside for, like, just a second and just be an adult with us yeah. and go over some really cool, exciting new stuff. Right, yeah. Dane? Yeah, I think that by the time this episode is over, people will be there. There won't be a question as to whether it's yeah. real or not. Yeah, like, and I'm sorry. That's just how the dice rolled this time. The schedule is just that's just time. Okay, yeah, it's, it's how the time works. 25th anniversary of Twilight Imperium, and we're not here to joke around. You know, this isn't a joke show. This no. is a smoke show. <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing at that. What does that mean? That's not. not, I'm just saying we're here. I mean, I'm looking at three very handsome gentlemen on the screen right now. Yeah, we are all smoke shows here. Yeah, it's smoke shows only, and these and the new stuff here in Codex Three that we're here to talk about today is smoking hot, not joking hot. It's smoking hot. I wish that this show could just have you on every single week, Dane, so that we could just. Uh, like do design diaries, but then no one ever knows if it's real or not because Dane said it with a cheeky Why smile. Why would it not be real? I know. Why would we waste your time with not real stuff. Okay, can we get into it then? Can we can we reveal the things we want to talk about? Codex Three today. We're not going to go over every single thing because uh, we've done that one time before, and it just was like a weird episode. So like we're not gonna we're gonna cover some stuff. We will reveal some exact components today, but uh, yeah, uh, I would just like to hear off the top though like what is what is kind of each one comes with like some some a theme i guess what what is codex 3 codex 3 its title is vigil 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 referring to the vigil of the the calaris um which some of you may be familiar with uh from the uh rpg one shot that we 
uh, released was it sometime last year, last summer, late maybe last year, I think late last end year, of, late last year. Summer, early Time autumn. has no meaning. Yeah, um, I think we've already covered that once on this episode already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have. Um, yeah, so this 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 uh this codex is kind of about the the Calaris. It's it's not only about the Calaris, um, but that is the the key feature focus. The, the, yeah, the FT dot. <laughs> yeah. So, Vigil is also a word that means like look or like to keep a watch. <laughs> and I think that that as you're listening to these components, you can kind of keep your eyes open mm-hmm. as to whether, you know, and the and the honesty, the truth of these new components will be evident because yep. you're being vigilant. Yeah. You know? right. Vigil, keep your keep your eyes open to all of the reality we are about to present to you now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here with our mouths. Uh yep. So I'm looking right at it at this moment, and I can see there's some fancy new lore, obviously, uh, set up the Shadow Operations, it is titled. So I'll look forward to myself or Absol reading that for our latest uh, segment or or show within a show radio lore, which has been a a freaking blast to do. Yeah, that's exciting. Um, I'm excited for Absol to read this, too, so that I can hear it, you know? Because, for the first time because you don't for know how to read <laughs> well you know it's just like it's not it's just not something i do a lot and yeah. because we do have absol on the staff somebody's reading it somebody's saying it so yeah. like i just i'll just wait for that now you know what i mean that i'll yeah. wait for the the audiobook yeah uh uh so what else component wise is uh coming in codex three here yeah all right so uh we're looking at a number of secret objectives uh have been fixed Fixed, wow. uh, fixed. Or, or at least adjusted to be more in line with um, how how we expect them to work. So not new, uh, na- not new, not new, objective. not new. Okay. Uh, namely, the uh, turn their fleets to dust series. Um, oh, right. has kind of been ex- expanded to kind of fit player expectations a little better. Um, I know pe- people weren't necessarily happy with with the kind of gamey way in which they were. They were ruled. You say um, people, me, I. I was unhappy. Matt was <laughs> I, unhappy. I was a vocal proponent, and, and I ca- I stormed into FFG and I demanded a change. Me I alone. was going to say you you came to my house and yeah. like threatened <laughs> threatened me in my house. Um, but we can lie and say that you came to FFG and right. said that sounds mm-hmm. marginally less crazy. A lying on this episode? What? No, there will be no lying on this episode today. <laughs> Only the hard hard truth. <laughs> Only the hard hard truth. Um. We will be adding six new frontier cards. Um, so the frontier cards are kind of coming back in line with uh, the other deck. The other decks. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fourteen was always a weird random number. It felt like, but it, it was was like um, fitting. And surely the designer would have some insight as to why we landed <laughs> on that number. That sounds like a thing that's very real. Um, but. Uh, he can't remember, so let's just move on. <laughs> I was about to say, if only we could ask the designer. <laughs> we could ask that guy. Uh, <clears throat> Codex 3 will also have several new action cards. Um, okay. And we, and we can talk about... Uh, you know, we can pick, pick one. Okay. Something give, me one. Yeah, yeah. Give, me, give me one. There's a... Dane, there's a okay. Let me get through. Let me get through the list. Yeah, 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 let's, let's talk about it. Sure. Talk about it later. Okay, okay, okay. We can also talk about one of the one of the the frontier cards later yeah then um i did want to use this time also the codex 3 to make a couple changes um so like some new omega components um to current factions any before anybody makes assumptions yes i know that there will still be factions that need some love yeah um, and i will return to them in codex 4 
However, sure. this is just what I chose to go with now. Um, it doesn't mean that I didn't think that other issues were more pressing or more important. Um, this is just what I had ideas for and what I want to explore at the time and what I had time to explore. So, um, Extra, Yin, uh, Sardak, Nor, and Nalu uh, will be getting some stuff. Um, some stuff. And we, I'm so and we glad can... to hear that, especially the Sardak thing, because a lot of people know, of course, I've been, you know, they're, I mean, they're not in a good place, you know, the Sardak. <laughs> they need a lot of work. And I've been saying for a while, like, I hate them, you know, yeah. like on this show, I've said many times, like, I'm not really a bug guy. Bugs have, bugs have feelings too. Bugs have feelings, you. but it's, it's good that they're finally getting fixed because they've just been so messed up for so long. You know, I've been saying it every day on this show. <laughs> uh, and then finally, uh, the main event, the, the feature for uh, this Codex is the apparently often predicted uh, new faction. Yeah. Wow. A codex codex faction. Well, my favorite thing yeah. about this is ever since the announcement of TI RPG stuff, there have been I feel like I've seen multiple takes on the Calaris as a faction, like in homebrew in the homebrew space. Everyone's like, "Well, we can make a Calaris faction now." Yeah. And it's like, so Dane decided to do his as well. Basically, is what you're telling us. <laughs> yep. Uh, this <clears throat> this is. The Calaris, the Council Calaris, and uh, it behaves a little differently than other factions, uh, and we will get to that yeah. at some point. Um, yeah, I'm excited because now we, with an, with one additional faction, you know, and we're, we're spinning hard truths today, now we're at around even 25. <laughs> That's easily divisible. Yeah, Where so easy to yeah. deal but with. It's, it's great for tournaments, honestly. Yeah, thank you yeah. for that. So thrilled you, to have you finally are... gotten to 24 and now just completely ripped the rug out from under me and I have to handle a 25th. Uh, and we'll, we'll get into it too, but this 25th faction plays uh, very strangely with other oh, yeah. factions and is very hard to incorporate into. Does its own thing. Yeah. It's all true. It's all true. <laughs> Yeah, can't wait to draft this one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, worth noting, too, just because it's out there for folks that care, uh, it looks like there's also a character prof. There's a for the RPG. So there's that uh, thing that came out last year that we already talked about, but there this thing is releasing another character that is playable in that scenario for the TI RPG. Yeah, it's, it is a it's like a rival that the that, that the. Um, the game master can pit against gotcha. players. Okay, so yeah. it's not a play; it's not a player character, but there is a uh, an extra thing to throw into all of the the mix <clears throat> with the upcoming at some point uh, embers of the Imperium uh, source yep. book, which is cool. So I'm yep. I'm thrilled to see that Hunter and I I know both want to play that when it inevitably yeah. comes out, and we've now gone a long time without being teased. But it's hey, guess what? There's still <laughs> a, a constant. Uh, difficulty in getting things printed these days. We could start another show for it, even. Why not? We we should. I I was kind of thinking we should go for like kind of a seven podcast. Yeah, like kind of every day of the week. <laughs> just another kind Twilight of. Imperium podcast. Three hundred sixty-five episodes a year, <laughs> kind of deal. That's what I think. Yeah. Yeah, you were just talking to me about how much how you have so much free time. <laughs> <laughs> All truth on this show. All truth on yeah, this show. I, right. I have a massive amount of free time, um, just kind of dripping in it. Yeah, it's ridiculous, dripping. and Gross. I just need a podcast, another podcast to cut my teeth on. Yeah. I'm on three right now. I only need you know four more, and that makes seven. So there you go. Seven. Wow. All right. Uh, okay. Like so let's. Can we dive deeper then into some of this stuff? What are 
what are some components we can talk about? The one I'm itching the most for is the extra hero. I would love oh, yeah. to hear. Well, let's start with happened. that then. Yeah. Uh, well, why don't I don't want you go? When you guys go ahead and read read the oh, yeah. uh, the extra hero. Heck yeah. Okay. So um, <clears throat> this is it's all true. It's called Political Data Nexus Omega, um, which is the same n- name as before. And that's how you know it's true. Uh, and here's the, here's the new ability. When you exhaust planets, combine the values of their resources and influence. Treat the combined value as if it were both resources and influence. Yeah. No it purge, doesn't purge. No yeah, action. It, it doesn't go anywhere. It's just, a, I guess it's a new commander. Your hero is a commander as the extra once you unlock it. Uh, you, have, yeah. you have two commanders and one of them is this. Uh, yeah. And it is real. It is very real. Um, so yeah, let's talk about political data Nexus Omega. Yeah. So um, a, a, as some of you may be aware, uh, this hero has been a little bit of a thorn in my side um developing it was the original version was extremely frustrating mm-hmm. um in that it was either like w- when it was packed into the agenda phase it was never enough um it was you know it, it actually the original version of it was very simple um just had to do with like resolving a um uh, an agenda however you like mm-hmm. and it was like well that's that's terrible you know half the time the agenda doesn't do anything so it was like okay well let's let's give that a little more kick and then that wasn't enough and it was like let's give that a little more kick yeah a little had, more kick the, the amount of text that ended up being on it reveals the story of the hero itself where it's just like if we can just keep adding the right amount of flavor to it it'll right. hit the thing that we want it to do that you want it yep, to do and, and eventually it just came to a point where it became this thing that's like well, you fire it off, and it's either you win the game or nothing happens. <laughs> right. And I I dislike that so much. Um, I'm not happy with how it turned out. And it's frustrating because I wanted it to be part of the agenda phase. It's yeah. The agenda phase is important and can be fun, but it's not always important, and it's not always fun either. Um, and that sucks for the extra who kind of, you know, they want to be good in the agenda phase, but also want to be able to do stuff outside of the agenda phase. Yeah. Um, so that's how we landed on this, the experimental political data nexus Omega. Um, it increases their resources and influence, which will both help them in and out. Um, it's also a new type of hero. Uh, yeah, right. As, as, you, as you pointed out, it's really more like a commander, um, just doesn't have a specific uh, unlock condition like most commanders do. It instead has the hero unlock condition. So, yeah. Um, yeah, a powerful new tool for the extra, um, lot of votes, a lot of additional votes, depending on your planets, a lot of, you know, additional ability to field a fleet. Um, so really interested to see how this plays out in the game at large. I like it because it feels like you found a different way to get to a kind of similar place as far as, uh, extra having late game agenda powers, yeah. but now it's not this kind of like let's in the middle of the action phase do something almost outside of anyone's right. you know ability to do anything about you know what i yep. mean yeah. and the number of rules questions oh my yeah, goodness exactly. yeah. they have <laughs> yeah. come up about that card that already and then and like so many of them are like oh well if you just add this word here 
so many of the rules questions. There's no more space you could for fix words. It. But yeah. there's really, yeah, there's really no more space. Maybe, maybe I need. You know how, like, when you tweet something and you have like a like a one out of three <laughs> yeah. or like one out of four or whatever, like that's that's what I need. Like political data nexus omega. I'll yeah. keep the ability the same, but I'll just release a two slash cards, two right. slash three <laughs> slash four, which actually gives all of the rules yeah. for political data nexus. It's a threaded in its, in its hero. original form. Thre- yes. Threaded hero. Um, I also love this because it gives uh, not just in the agenda phase, but obviously like some some two pointer power to extra, like extra. Oh yeah. Having some sometimes difficulty, like closing out a game. Now they have some stage two potential, or even like just solidly solving stage ones, and then being able to like invest in plastic in the mid to late game in a really meaningful way. I felt like that's the biggest thing that extra was always lacking was like a closer. And this is like, well, here's an economic closer that hopefully you get in time to like turn into something. So I, I dig it. Yeah, I really like it. Um, do we want to talk about Sardak Commander now? <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. This one. Yeah, we weird. could talk about Sardak Commander. Yeah, okay. finally. Um, I mean, it's like everybody's least favorite POK thing. <laughs> I mean, like frankly speaking, kind of yeah. something that has become infamous. You yeah. know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Gomsekis is a little bit crazy. Um, yeah. Too crazy. It's, gotten, it's again. It's another one of these cards where you have this problem where I'm, you know, it. After the fact, I've gotten all these rules questions about it, and well, we had the classic Zippelin moment, and then you yeah, had to so rewrite rules. There was that one rules around. question, and like that was, yeah, there was one. Yep. Yep. Um, and so <laughs> kind, of, kind of a lot, like a lot of <laughs> some of them you don't get any rules questions on, and then there was this one, so that's guy yeah, needs to be fixed. <laughs> exactly. And ultimately, I would rather I'd rather you know than have these uh, weird exceptions. I'd rather just. Um, you know, revise it to be something that's a little more workable. Right. Um, so Gom Gomsekis um is gonna be replaced. Um straight with, up. Not even with, Omega, just a whole new yeah. commander. Oh no it, no it's 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 Omega. Um I feel like this is actually an evolution of Gomsekis. Good. Um so this is Gamma Mama. Interesting oh. um, an interesting name uh, you've given it there. It is a, it is an interesting name. Um, Did you come the, up with that? The apostrophe is between the the two M's. Um, oh, there's three yeah. M's in Mama. There's, Wait, there, there's actually five M's in Gamma Mama, <laughs> um, and that is canon. Um, That's canon. Yeah, did you get so, that from anywhere, or did you just come up with that? I don't. I feel like I've uh, never I came heard up, that. I came up with it myself. Wow, you came up with that. That's wow, really I did. Really You're creative. Um, and and so Gom Gomsekis has become the leader of the Rocket Booster Legion. Um and so this is Gomsek oh. Gom Gomama Rocket Gomma Mama Rocket That's Booster. That's very Legion. close to the rocket power, uh, for all um, of you uh early two thousands Nickelodeon <laughs> watchers. Uh so this is this Gamma Mama of the Rocket League, Woogity Woogity Woogity. Uh what are you talking on? about? Sorry. So I, I don't have uh the back here available for you guys to see, but the unlock condition is actually so I, I the, the, I'm dropping this on you guys. Yeah, this out is, of yeah, the yeah. This is the, new. Un, the unlock condition um, is that it is unlocked at the start of the game. Wow. So just um, a new, so a new ability. So you've it's you've basically given, a new ability. <laughs> you've given extra two commanders, and you've taken one away from Sardak, and you've just yes, given Sardak exactly. a new ability instead new of a commander. Yep. Um, the un- it, well, sorry, the unlock. What, when was the unlock? It was the unlock is it's it's at the start of the game, and so oh, it actually re- replaces your carrier and cruiser with infantry and mech. Okay. Um, so you have more. So uh, you have more. in addition to so so here's I'll I'll read 
I'll read um, Rocket Booster Legion to you guys now. Um, you cannot produce ships. Instead, your ground forces have a move value of two and count as fighters for the purpose of space combat. Oh, this is so good. This is good. So people yeah. people have been trying to normalize uh, techless Sardak, and they wanted to shipless. do shipless. shipless well, yeah. techless was first, and then they wanted to do shipless because of Gomsekis, and you've now made shipless Sardak cannon from the get-go. Yeah, ba- basically. Um, and this, this really kind of fits into... Um, the theme of their faction, yeah. quite a bit more. Um, yeah. So really, it's it's almost like everything's a brood swarm now, right? right. Like, yeah. It, it's just we're we're it's just go 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 infantry, uh, you know, take the planets. Um, so it'll be really interesting to see how players are able to make use of the yeah. rocket booster legion map building now critically important to Sardak Nor. Uh, Very important. Bridges yeah. are, are a big yeah. big deal. So got to make sure you find that. And if you don't. Um, then you know, you'll still have fun, I guess. What was sorry? What was the unlock for Gamma Mama? Because I'm trying to get some ahead on the strategy guides. What was the uh, unlock? It's unlocked from the start of the game. Start of game. So the unlock yeah. is to start the game. Yeah. The unlock is to start the tricky. Is to do that it's already that. unlocked. There is no unlock. <laughs> yeah. It's just additional setup text on the back. <laughs> the unlock is that there is no unlock. Uh, All right. Okay. Let's, do, let's do it. Let's do another real one. Let's do another real one. What do you mean uh, another real one? I'm saying another real one. We've done X-Gen. We've done Star They're all let's real. Do one they're, more real. They're all real. They're all real. I'm saying let's do another real one. In addition to the real ones we've already yes. done. Is what uh, you that's have what said. another means, I'm Hunter. so confused. You're, you're going to be confusing if you God. say that. They're going to think they're not going to know. I'm, the, how would they not know? I explicitly said it to them. It, this the, all is the rules live. lawyers. This that's why I'm Literally, my language is Two infallible. Things. Everything in this episode is real, and it's live. <laughs> this is happening live. <laughs> live in your podcast feed. When you listen um, to it, it's live. What's funny is in this document, we said we were going to talk about a yin component, and then we didn't pick which one we wanted to do. Oh, you're right. We didn't. Um, well, let's, let's talk yeah, about yeah. the yin uh, the yin hero, then. The blessing of yin, quantum dissemination. This is uh, a colossal change from the original yeah this is this is real uh real real different um uh, and the name has even changed yeah, yeah i was about uh, to say new name another that's name. not even yeah. an omega it's no, this quantum dissemination omega, omega but there's nothing it's, it's it's an omega component because it's daniel daniel's omega um but yes the 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 title of the of the action itself has changed um on the back so yeah Cool. Well, Matt, do you want to read the component? Yeah, I'll read this one. All right, so this is as an action. Commit up to three infantry from your reinforcements to any non-home planets. That's just any. Just any non-home planets and resolve invasions on those planets. Players cannot use space cannon against these units. Then purge this card. So this is three on one or one on one on one on one on one, like three separate planets. Wherever the planets are, you can take up to three planets, or you can start yeah. combats in up to three planets. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And those those will be combats that are susceptible to uh, indoctrination. Right. Because or, it's a commit step. Or, so part of the commitment yeah. is to then do uh, indoctrination. Okay, sure. So you yep, so you it, start with three, but you can get more out of it. Yeah, and and it, yeah, there are other tricks, of course, that Yin Yin can play uh, to. To increase their odds in these, you know, lo- low infantry situations, uh-huh, right? Um, but that is effectively it. Yes, uh, they can start three uh, invasions um, just on the board, not in home systems. God, and don't, and they don't have to worry about space cannon, which is kind of the only thing that would swing it. 
Um, yep. I like this because it makes it so that indoctrination gets to shine yeah. in every game instead of it just being this thing that like Some if you're lucky yeah. and the stars aligned, you get to use this ability. <laughs> but now every game you're going to get to use indoctrination. I yeah, love that. I th I think that it's really going to make people uh, when they're playing with Yin consider what they are leaving on their mm -hmm. planets um, more so than they might in in other. Mm -hmm. in other situations at least in regards to ground forces um yeah there's some nasty yeah, business i mean this is a this is obviously it's great because yin really similar to extra needed a game closer like in a, in a very meaningful way yin has a really hard time just like finishing out the games and this is something that can do that but not only is it that this is a wind slayer if ever i mean it's not a home planet obviously that would be right. too much yeah but the idea that you can i mean this if you take a legendary planet from the person with the shard of the throne. Like you can, you can just take a point from somebody with this hero. Just yeah, and just I already had one. that happen to me. Yeah. I already had yeah. that. I, I, I feel like that. That is, it. It is definitely something that can happen. But you know, once once people recognize what this command or what this hero can do, um, I think situations like that at least hopefully are a little less common where it's like it's taking a, oh, an entire legendary planet because I'd like to imagine that people would defend their legendary planets with more yeah, than me think. Too. one more than one more than one uh defender um but you know dice dice happen yeah. hail marys dice dice, dice, dice happen dice dice, dice happen. Don't lie. actually i like and no i like neither do we <laughs> we never lie on this show we no. would never lie to you we you can trust us always to tell the yep. truth all right in this world where there's so so many lies mm -hmm. so many <laughs> just go off on some weird tangent i'm just like <laughs> the world is full of lies but at this show we always tell the truth you just transition into a uh a conspiracy theory podcast yeah. we've always been on the verge of it i mean there's gonna we've be always. some cons conspiracy theory, theory podcasts that start because of this specific episode i think so yeah. you know we have milty milty is dane right. milty dane where they're That's right yeah milty uh, dane dane milty i would love to get into uh you mentioned action cards earlier uh yeah can we can we do one of those action cards uh we could um do you have a particular one you would like me to read well there's Ooh. okay so there's a running thing going on here and i think it is worth calling attention to because we had a confusing legal text in base game yeah yes. and then jokingly that was a very bad action card and you introduced a confounding legal text in pok or was I that in, or was that in codex one i don't remember i, always, uh, I literally get oh, the two of them mixed up you know what you're right i actually can't remember yeah uh, which is very on on brand for yeah. me yeah, so. yeah but you have long teased the idea of just further releasing more and more uh legal texts and yeah you did lie because this is called confusing illegal text so it's not yeah, a new so legal text it's it is an ill it's a new confusing text it's starting a new saga but yeah. this one is illegal it was getting difficult to think of like you know c words that meant confusing yeah um that's true uh or at least ones that would like fit on a line there are some others but they're crazy um so i thought this would also help open a way for a fourth one in the future where i could do confounding illegal text uh -huh. right right um so there's confusing legal text you get the idea yeah um so yeah so this is this is <laughs> this is <laughs> this is confusing illegal text um like the others uh after a player is elected as the outcome of an agenda 
take all of the elected players' action cards and commodities. It's confusing Whoa. illegal text. I actually feel like we ought to read the a flavor text on this one. I think you could read it in a good voice. I mean, I have it if you want it real quick, Matt. Uh, yeah, I don't have it. Okay, so the minister <laughs> was in shock. To, to that's illegal, he stammered, watching in disbelief as Connor helped himself to oh the trade God. minister's possessions. I know, Connor replied happily. <laughs> so it's all that's real. Illegal. It's all real. So the furthering the legacies of Connor too, the confusing, confounding Connor yeah. text is. Oh my goodness! I didn't think. even realize that. Yeah, yeah. It's a you didn't realize that. You didn't realize that. No, you didn't realize that. You've continued this trend of dunking on us with these components that specifically reference the uh, you you. I don't think you intend for them to reference this, but they specifically reference the very first Space Cats Peace Turtles Holiday Spectacular. Yeah, where our where friend Connor, Connor didn't understand won how confusing the, the <laughs> lost the game, thinking he was going to win because of confusing legal text right and and in I, fact gave the game away oh, to no. someone else because of a misunderstanding of this component now that you're saying this i actually do recall this story <laughs> being relayed to me um because i was curious why the name connor was so funny so prevalent because it, it's just a it's, just it's a fe federation hero from yeah. ti3 right but the new now, lore now is that yeah, that's our friend that's our friend right. connor that became a part of ti lore You're I see. Right. he's a hero I see. I see well yeah yeah all right i i am tracking now yeah i'm tracking now boy really boy. i just take all of my ideas uh, i will say hey that's Space really that's a it's pretty good action card i would say i would say that's pretty good it, it's, yeah uh, i mean it's mildly good uh receiving everyone else's action cards like yeah or, or uh, the, uh, one the player. Elected, one. The elected player. The elected player, yeah. So, I mean, like, it's... I it's would, like a pseudo-public like execution. It's like a C tier or maybe even D tier. Yeah. Um, so, it's it's decent, but for the for my play style, it wouldn't really sure. wouldn't really change things that much. I, I play action card lists. Mm -hmm. I, I, I refuse them. Yeah. I mean, how often do people even have commodities? Right. Yeah. Never. Exactly. That part, I mean, it's... Yeah. It's like a nice... It's good that it's in the game. Don't get me wrong. I love it. Um, for sure. And I'm, I'm, you know, waiting for confounding illegal text and cowabunga illegal text, like whatever you got, you know what I mean? But I, I, I with bated breath, I wait. Um, but yeah, this is, this is a good, like kind of middle of the, of the pack one. Yeah. Uh, so we can do a Nalu thing. I wanted to maybe do the, the agent, but also I remembered that the mech is really cool. So I don't know, Hunter, do you want to, you want to pick one agent, agent or mech for Nalu? Mm. Let's, let's do the mech because... Yeah, I don't. I don't want to be publicly vilified for the next thirty days. That's true <laughs> because of the agent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's save your reputation. Let's stave it off a little bit longer. You know, give you give you a chance to go into hiding at least. Uh, yeah. Okay. yeah. So the iconoclast Omega, uh, the old mech, of course, being that very strange, out of left field, uh, Nalu cares about relic fragments. I guess sort of thing. Uh, which I always thought was cool, but uh, it's fine to see it go. That's 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 okay. Uh, and instead, we get an extremely relevant ability yeah. for Nalu, which is other players cannot use anti-fighter barrage against your units in this system. This so rules. This rules. The mechs aren't like taking part in the combat anymore, but bringing a mech along with you now makes your space combats significantly more winnable in the right scenarios right i mean we've only seen destroyer 2 get better and better and better like in the meta right and yeah this is a great response to that so uh, it's no longer there's no longer a hard counter to, to nalu. nalu in this way now you got to bring the mech with you so mm -hmm. it takes a little bit of yeah. planning a little bit of forethought 
It's very, it's like, it's much like the nomad mech in that regard. Yeah. yeah. Carried around the fleet. Yeah, it's a utility mech. <clears throat> yeah, I I love it. I I think it's one of the things. I mean, Nalu got a decent amount of stuff here that we're not specifically covering, but this is absolutely one of the things I felt like they needed, which is just like the ability to do combat in a more meaningful way. Uh, mm-hmm. Because the it's just feeling like fighters aren't enough anymore. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm glad that this puts some some punch into that. Not the flashiest of components, but I think it will have a significant impact on how Nalu plays now. Yeah. And then I think also um, we did want to talk just briefly before we dive into the new faction on uh, the exploration cards. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. We gotta we gotta um, do some of them. So I'm not gonna go over all of them. Uh, generally, they are these ones are pretty good. Yeah. Um, uh, they are you know rewarding command tokens and trade goods direct, um, which is good. However, there is one of the twenty now cards uh, that is quite good, um, yeah. the Dead World, um, and that is going to allow a player to just draw a complete relic. Wow. Straight Ooh. up. So Ooh. skip through. So so you've got in in the frontier deck you've got <laughs> two white or no three white unknown relic fragments that could end up being a relic. Or you could just get lucky and get a relic get off the, the top. Get the relic. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, I will say the rest of these two are, by my view, making uh, Empyrean maybe terrifying in terms of command counter economy. There's, like, basically the theme of the rest is, like, you're going to get some command counters, which Empyrean, like, already gets one per round. It's definitely made Dark Energy Tap an even better tech because the investment has gone down a tiny yeah. bit the assumed investment so uh i'm i'm afraid for about what you've just done to blue tech <laughs> i don't want to analyze too much sure. but i think that det in general has been boosted up which is not necessarily good for empyrean if empyrean everybody can't else establish, can do it yeah 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 because that's true with these with what i'm looking at these frontier cards means that like basically activating empty space doing the det thing is almost always going to be a win, like yeah. it, or at least a, or at least a, a soft neutral outcome. Yeah. You know, I feel like uh, so in that way, I, I, I feel like there might be more competition for those spaces. That's true. Um, well, cool. I'm glad to see that hit uh, twenty cards because I'm a freak and I just want the round numbers. I want the, I want things to be uh, fourteen. Just was terrifying me. Just scared me most of the time. So happy to see uh, that match up with everything else. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I also love the round numbers. That's why I made a twenty-fifth faction. Yeah, yes. thanks for that. We should round do that. Even. Let's let's uh, let's take a super quick break, and then we will come back, and we're going to talk about the Council Calaris. Okay, it's ba- we're back. It's real. It's the time everybody's been waiting for. For some reason, Dane Beltrami decided he wanted to introduce a new faction. In a thing you have to print off yourself. So you got to print your own faction sheet. You got to print all the components for it. You got to just this. Uh, he's made homebrew real. The homebrew crowd rejoices. They have been uh, vindicated. Uh, well, Dane's I mean, homebrew is now real brew. I just want to say, like, for the record, like, it's all homebrew. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, in a sense. I mean, we've it's been, we've been worked from home for two years. <laughs> it's all homebrew. <laughs> It's a, it's all kind of a homebrew of sorts, uh-huh. you know. Well, let's let's talk about. Uh, I I want to get for for lore folks. I would like a little bit of the the bridge gap as much as we can. This is not 
necessarily the Calaras from the RPG, right? Because the idea of the RPG is that the Calaras are just this sort of like neutral party. But now we're saying they are a faction vying for control of the seat of the empire. This is this is the Calaris. It's the Calaris from 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 the RPG. It's it's just uh you know victory points they're abstract. They're not necessarily going for control of the galaxy in okay. that regard. Maybe maybe think of it more as as a uh, the victory points represent that stability that they are uh, enforcing upon yeah, yeah. everyone else. Yeah. So we're we're um, we're modifying the definition of the win condition of the game to be more like maybe not everybody <laughs> just wants to control the entire galaxy. Maybe some people just want to be powerful enough to be recognized for something cool, or or to protect the status quo. You know, maybe that's <laughs> what the Calaris represent. Is they're sort of like the establishment saying like. Let's keep things about the same as they are, you know? <laughs> I, I mean, I like to think of them a little bit more as, like, you know, the good guys, right? Like, uh, everybody yeah. wants to be a good guy. They're like, all the good guys. Come on. Come yeah. on. yeah, Twilight and Imperium factions known for lots of good guys being mostly uh, good guys. part of it. Yeah, yeah, mostly good guys, huh? That's mm-hmm. kind of the almost thing. Almost exclusively good guys. <laughs> yeah. R- real talk, though, breaking for a second. Like, who are the good guys in, in Twilight Imperium? Yeah. I just want this from your point of view, because mm. I know the answer. So I <laughs> yeah. Just, I'm just curious, who are the good guys? Who Let's, are the good guys? Keeping uh, Calaris out of it. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, so there's this faction, Dane, I don't know how much you've heard about it, because it's, uh, it's maybe not on your radar as much, but the good guys are this faction that's called the Meriwether Post Pavilion. Whoa. Um, and they are a breed of bipedal horses, um... And yeah, they're the oh. actual. They're actually the only good guys uh, in Twilight Imperium. I, I wow. have heard of them. I think I think they'll may come up later. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> let's, let's set that aside for now. Yeah, what? yeah. Let's let's let. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's there's maybe more to talk about there. Um, <laughs> I think the good guys are um, because of kind of their good spirited nature and like you kind of see it and it kind of comes out in the art and in their faces, but the Volwraith Cabal have a very warm oh, yeah. demeanor to me a warm and disposition. And I believe they want to consume like all something. Uh-huh. I, they, I have very experienced they, happiness. They want, they want to, to bring their home to you. It's like oh. even more welcoming than oh my god than, than than bringing bringing you to their home, which they do also. Wow, mechanically and thematically, but but yeah, no, that's that's kind of their thing is home. Wow. Yeah, the, they're very it. warm. They're very sweet. Uh, Nomad, that's just that's just Dane, and you're. I mean, we know that's nice, not good. So we know I, the I, Nomad's not the good we, guy. The, the no the Nomad is good. The nomad's good. You just—that's just because just it's you, Hunter, and you want—you want people to think you're good. No one what, knows who the everyone, nomad is. Everyone for sure, thinks that they're good, Hunter. We all know you think that that you're good. Milty no is Dane. <laughs> Dane is Milty. Dane is nomad. Nomad is Milty. Uh, I I appreciate your very candid and honest responses to my very serious question. Yes. Um, thank you. <laughs> who thank are you the for good guys, cl- though? Dane? Thank you for. Wait, is this a, is this a for real question? Yeah, I want to know. I want to know what what like who the what good, I, what I what I think. You could you could end it in the discussion right yeah. here. You could just tell us. Who I the could. Good guys. I don't like I don't like doing that though. I mean, Ooh, like coward. good good natured, good morally. 
I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's the same thing, right? Like, yeah. Can yeah, any society truly be good? It is the makeup of many individuals, and are we Whoa. to say all individuals That's... are good inherently? Chill it, philosophy major. Come on. <laughs> in a, in a very, in a very real sense, I, 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 I kind of like non-canonically view the the Nasroka as being like, oh, cool. The, the kind of like, yeah, they're like the. Or at least they're very chipper about the evil Actually, things they do. Uh, I that's how I think about the Titans. To be totally real, the Titans are like, you know what? They're just trying to do their thing. Come on. Did, is is that what I did in POK? I just I just introduced, introduced all good only guys. only good guys or bad guys. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> just, no, just like there's just no more no moral grayness in it. Despite yeah. despite that being the whole rest of the yeah. of the the IP is it's just like. Let's Shattered. just have some good guys and bad guys. Yeah, there we go. yeah. Nasroka versus the Mahawks. We did it. Uh, let's talk about these good guys, uh, the Council <laughs> yeah. Calaris. Uh, so we'll talk about. We, I think it is worthwhile to at least introduce their abilities, and then we'll sort of try to overview a lot of their other stuff. Um, yeah. But the Council Calaris uh, start with an ability called the Tribuni. The Tribuni. Okay. Uh, it is during setup. Choose an unplayed faction from among. The Mentak, the Excha, and the Argent Flight. Take that faction's home system, command tokens, and control markers. Additionally, take the Calera's hero that corresponds to that faction. So this reveals a lot of things at once. This is, Dane, how you've gotten around the problem of trying to release <laughs> a faction um, virtually, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, no, you're abs you're absolutely right. Um, this circumvents the need for anybody to try to prototype their own punch board. Um, mm -hmm. Basically, we don't want that. yeah. Nope, nope. Um, so you know, you still have to prototype your cards. Yeah, I say prototype, but what I mean is, I don't know what I mean. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't mean I don't mean anything. Uh, you know, you'd have to make the cards uh, and the sheet, but. Um, you'll be able to use the punchboard components from Other Mentak, Extra, or Argent Flight. Which, we kind of implied this earlier, but this has a very strange implication, at least for now, on uh, like people who do drafting things, because, you know, obviously you can't play with the Mentak, <clears throat> Extra, Argent, and Calaris in a four-player yeah. game. One of those yeah. has to be left out. You cannot use all four at the same time. So what do you do? Yeah, like, I don't know. Is, 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 <laughs> I like so you, 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 like, you, <laughs> do you draft all 24 normally and then and then like in player order, if you have one of those three factions, you can choose to I'm so glad you're asking this question, Dane. Thank you. Thank I you love, for asking. I love the, like I'm imagining right now Daryl sitting at his desk and there's like a phone on the desk and there's like a red light that's just blinking and he's just sighing. Just like, yeah. well... Bringing I'll me get back started. In. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, what a mechanical mess. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Boy. He cracks his knuckles and just gets to work right now. That's happening right now. Live, um, that's happening. So and we will so what we're gonna do a little bit in in a little bit is reveal each of those heroes, right? So they have an extra hero, they have an Argent Flight hero, and they have an a Mentac hero. Yeah. And you take the one of those that corresponds with the home system that you took. So basically, you can have a 4-1 single-planet home system and this hero, or a two-planet extra home system and the extra hero, or the three-planet Argent Flight home system and the Argent Flight hero. Right. Keep them together kind of thing. So 
very strange. Uh, I think a lot of people will, it'll take a, a tiny bit of getting used to, but uh, it's a pretty cool system and idea. And I, I, mean, I, I think thematically it's very cool. The idea that like the council has chosen this other faction that like was being left outside the gate or whatever. And is like, you know, help prop us up to do our, our stuff. Here's our, here's our home system or whatever. Uh, let's go through the other abilities. We have council patronage replenish your commodities at the start of the strategy phase, then gain one trade good. So at the start of every single round, they they get their commodities ready to go so that when trade pops, they can be like, oh, wait, can you uh, mm, uh, can you do my commodities real fast before you do that and then do them again? Can you do me twice so I can get my replenished commodities twice? Uh, we should also I mean, know that is it's two commodities, so it's not like it's a lot. It's yeah, just yeah, it's like two a commodity uh, value faction. But right. you're you a two commodity faction that gets to do it twice, I guess. And they get the trade good. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's 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 like almost like being a three commodity faction. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, <clears throat> I love it because it's at least it's it feels like it was always meant to work a little bit this way. You know what I mean? Like because right. I feel like the way that we have worked trade out has made it where perhaps it's the whole commodity trade good system gets kind of skipped over. You right. know what I mean? You never really have the commodities. Yeah. And now this faction's coming into it at the gate with some commodities with no real, you know, I mean, I guess you could pay to have them washed, but that's pretty boring. Yeah. You could find a, a, a cool thing to do with these, and I'm excited about yeah, that. Yeah, Dane is potential. just desperately trying to get people to use his commodity system. It's like base game, it was great, we loved it, and then we all just phased it out, and then POK, it's like, okay, you can explore and get some more commodities, and we're like, that's cute. Uh, so anyways, we're still <laughs> gonna just kind of assume them into this awful Listen, no i want to say right here math. on the record I know. I, i'm gonna make an honest attempt this time Dane. Yeah. i'm gonna really try well i don't know if i made an honest attempt because the whole thing about these commodities uh is that their their agent actually allows you to use them directly oh, so, my God. oh yeah right i, I uh i uh yeah ooh, i'm a little red in the face now <laughs> Boy, is it getting warm in here or what? <laughs> These commodities have two sides, except for no, they don't. Yeah. Shut up. They never existed. They never were. Wow. Uh, man. All right. So one more ability here is Law's Order. You may spend one influence at the start of your turn to treat all laws as blank until the end of your turn. What a weird, Fun. what a weird one. Yep, I recognize that it may not come up in every game yeah. in mm-hmm. a way that's very useful, but um, these are the Council Claris. They operate outside, at least to an extent, right. of uh, you know galactic law, and I wanted to represent that in, in some way, even if it was a small way. I, so, approve. Yeah. Laws I approve of thematic uh, abilities that don't necessarily have to have well, an, a constant. And Matt, you impact. know, you know there's going to be a game someday where this makes all the difference yeah. and everyone's just well, going to be screaming. Well, we're, we're here oh, saying this in people's ears and Brian is already on the Discord being like, well, if this was out and then this condition was also met, then you would be able to do this thing and that would net you 45 trade goods in a single moment. Like, whatever it is, there's some bogus thing that they've already thought of. Yeah. People yeah. smarter than me, basically. <laughs> yeah. So otherwise, I never would have made this ability. <laughs> it's uh, all real too. That's like the best real. part too. Important this is all real. I mean, like, yeah. why, if it was fake, why would Dane include like an ability that's only going to come out one, once yeah. every like fifty games? Right. You know yeah, what I mean? I've never done that before. N- yeah, you wouldn't do that. Um, um, some other abilities that this uh, faction has: their mech and flagship are similar, which is just effectively uh, a thing where you can spend influence 
or people have to spend influence to target your stuff with those units in it. They kind of both yeah with a mech the same or, thing. or the flagship. It yeah. costs influence to do stuff to the Calaris at all, basically. Yeah, because they are. They represent the, counsel, they represent yeah. the council, which right. is a big deal. So you know, in order to, in order to do that, uh, you need to d- extend uh, expend yeah. a little bit of influence. Um, they're uh, starting tech. Uh, hang that? on. Well, yeah. Okay. We should, right. okay, we should do that. But what what's freaking me out right now is in mm-hmm. real time. You all made like a little goof em up earlier. You said a thing, and I've but. now scrolled far enough into the document to see the artwork on this agent and commander, and yeah, I yeah, now yeah. note that. Those are horses. Those are bipedal horses that are on the artwork of the agent and the commander. Oh, whoa. Are those? I didn't. Whoa, wait. Here, let me scroll back up. Are they, I saw them before. Are they Oh, yeah. Maybe we should, we should probably close out of that. Um, okay. That wasn't meant to be seen. Uh, oh, I'm th- sorry. oh, Dane's freaky Whoops. horse stuff. Okay, great. Uh, yeah, fantastic. Right, so I, don't, I don't have. I have no comment. No comment <laughs> no on comment. the Calarius hey, agent hey, Dane, commander. I, let me just level with you because I like you know me. I'm trustworthy. We're gonna cut this part out of the episode. Yeah, this isn't even gonna be in it. Yep. Don't worry about it. There's yep. no way we would leave this in. Zero percent chance. <laughs> Zero percent so chance. Good. They're All not right. gonna see the horses on there. Right. Man, that's good. Wouldn't want them to see the other hey, thing. We, in this yeah, document. we got your back. We Here, would look, never, I'll, I'll ever, do. I'll do a ever. smooth transition into because yeah, you yeah, brought yeah. it up. Oh yeah, Dane, you, you're right. We should talk about the starting tech and not that thing yeah. that I was about to bring up at all. Uh, all right, their starting fine. tech uh, is pretty wild. Choose two non-faction technologies owned by other players. So at the start of the game, you basically the Claris has to wait for everybody else to set up and be like, cool, is there extra Mentac or Argent? No? Cool. Then I'm going to do my thing, and I get to pick two of y'all's techs, whichever ones I want, um, yeah. which is terrifying to me that sounds ridiculous uh basically if anybody chooses ghosts anymore and someone has calaris as an option i'm freaked out because calaris gets to also just start with gravity drive god the faction pool stuff that we do in the tournament yeah, this it's year broken. what is that what are we supposed to do with this i'll get ahead we... of the questions uh, we're not incorporating any of this into this current tournament at, at least not in the prelims i'm not doing it in the Bold. prelims we'll see if it goes into the semis but there's no we'll way i'm wow, figuring yeah. out on you a flip just, of a dime how to make this work step on my heart like that <laughs> yeah don't do that to dane this is going oh, this is going hot to the press we don't even know how it works yet we're just gonna throw it out there just crestfallen by by that statement <laughs> But yeah, uh, two any two non-faction technologies owned by other players that is going to lead to some potent, very fun combos. Yeah, uh, frequently really even I think. Yep. So um, uh, we should we, we, we what we want to do is get to these heroes, but let's talk about just some other zany components they have. Basically, their promissory note is a rider, so fitting with uh, their sort of custodial. Uh, them- thematics. They their promissory note functions the same way any of the writers function. They also have like a whole Mechatol Rex thing. They they start. They don't start with this. They have a tech that unlocks a legendary planet that they can control that nobody else can take. It doesn't exist on the board. It's like the city or something. It's 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 basically their headquarters on Mechatol Rex. Hmm. Is wow. effectively what it is. Um, so but they it's like always a control it, no matter who controls Mechatol. Right? Yeah, once once they once they've got it, uh, once they've unlocked it, um, they have that planet card, and it it can't go away. It can't be taken by somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's there's like a little bonus to it as well. If they also control Mechatol Rex, mm-hmm. um, 
but the planet itself is separate separate gotcha. from rex uh, entirely and that is actually a t- that's the one of their faction texts so they researched that yeah right well that's wild uh and so then we can get to what i really want to get to which is these heroes here uh, again you only get one of these in a game but you basically pick which one you are going to get at the start of the game and they coincide with the home system that you also chose so uh to go through them you've got Kuasi Aun Jalatai. Man, the, the Argent names are the worst ones to try to... to, to do, you, do you have a proper pronunciation of that? Or or uh, do you just make it up as you go along, Dane? I am just really bad at pronouncing things in general. Sure. And, and you don't and have spelling. a beak for a mouth. So like it's just, hard yeah. to just yeah. do an Argent thing when you just made for beaks. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was a great, great attempt. Okay. Kuasi Aun Jalatai. Uh, so that hero un- gets the ability Overwing Zeta... The Artem- Art- Artemiris Ascendant at the start of a round of space combat in a system that contains a planet you control. So in theory, usually defensively, but not always. Uh, place your flagship and up to a total of two cruisers and or destroyers from your reinforcements in the active system. Then purchase cards. So this is another free flagship that you've put into the board game if, if we yep. so desire. And and this is as you said, it's it's primarily but not always going to be defensive. Um, it, obviously, the flagship can be used offensively after that. Right. But what what this is is yeah, this is like an Overwatch almost. Like yeah. it is a floating fleet that you can have appear yeah. to defend your planets one time. And this could be in a combat. That, this is at the start of a round of a space combat. So you could have had yeah. the flagship in the combat. Choose to have your flagship soak all the hits die and then at the start of the next round of space combat respawn yep. oh, that flagship with two right cruisers there. you you could also have a kind of a fairly even fight and then by the second or third round realize that you're going to lose uh-huh. have one um, bad roll or whatever and yeah. then have the artemiris show up with its escort wow. and kind of change the the flow of that space combat pretty significantly yeah that's wild uh i would say that is in the middle to upper like because i mean it's a free flagship right like that's it's it's economic while also being a huge combat turner but obviously the thing with any combat like hero is i hope you find the right combat to use it or whatever so i dig it it's a pretty good one it comes at effectively the sacrifice of taking a three planet home system which is tricky i think um i don't know how often i personally want to choose that home system if i don't have airy hollow lattice but maybe this powerful ability is uh generally worth it i don't know mm-hmm. i think it's cool it, it sometimes you're gonna score off this yeah which is really cool right um right. not always but sometimes whenever those objectives come out and those happen to be some of my favorites yeah uh yeah you can yeah this, you can do some business with this uh next up is the extra styled hero odlin mir uh, and it unlocks Operation Archon, the witching hour. Uh, after an agenda is revealed, you may cast up to six additional votes on this agenda, predict aloud an outcome of this agenda. For each player that votes for another outcome, gain one trade good and one command token, then purge this card. Ooh. That's yep. hilarious. Uh, so p- try to force a thing. I mean, obviously, with any rider style thing, is it'll just become the thing where people don't want to. I don't know how often you get trade goods and command tokens out of this one, but maybe maybe you get a couple uh, off of it and then get your agenda the way you wanted it. So I dig that. And also, we have that promissory note that is a rider. So effectively, yeah. this could get this could become quite the the comboed. I'm 
I'm deciding how this goes down, essentially, agenda. <laughs> right. Or, like, yep. there's no loss for me in this, yeah. regardless of how it swings. So that's really I, fun. I, that is exactly kind of the hope, um, is that I, I wanted to have uh, the Cal- Calaris have a presence, um, at least, you know, with the extra tribune uh, as in the agenda phase, and, and for them to be able to kind of make bank regardless. Yeah. And there are still situations where that may not happen, but... Sure. Um, so this with, last one uh, is the Mentak, and it is the Harka leads, uh, and her ability is Irwan's Covenant, the Winds of Change. This one is as an action, so this is our only stall of the three, uh, which is reveal cards from the action card deck until you reveal three action cards that have component actions. Oh. <laughs> Draw oh. those cards and shuffle the rest of uh, of them back into the action card deck. So dig until you get three components. So this is four stalls is what this is. Uh, three uh-huh. of them being like, I don't know, some sort of ability <clears throat> that you get. Maybe you get plague. You have to take whatever you get. You don't get to be picky and choosy, but you get three more component actions if you do this. You're going to be counting action. that discard deck. Is yeah. what you're gonna so be it, doing. It, it is three stalls. Yeah. However, and I, I, didn't, I said I wasn't going to talk about it, but I'm going to talk about it anyway, just like I knew i would <laughs> the commander yeah mm-hmm. the, this actually is meant to synergize with the commander um which allows you to chain component actions together wow so yes you could use this as a stall or you could use those component actions as part of like one super a big, action uh, like combo play gotcha. right um where where people can't react to it wow um I just wanted to throw th- throw that out there. Yeah. That's all. That's yeah. crazy. Um, I definitely lean uh, going Mentak as Calera's then in general because this ability seems cool. Uh, is the flashiest, and I like the one planet home system. So I I hope that we see the diversity of this faction still get played a lot. That's like my biggest hope for them. For, that's my call out for the community. But I know I'm gonna be. This is just well, and I guess the idea that Mentak might be better. <laughs> as Calaris than Mentak is as Mentak is a hilarious idea to me that more people play Mentak Calaris than they play Mentak. I don't know. That's cute. Oh, that's no, that's heresy right there. <laughs> I don't believe that at all. I don't buy that. Also, like, I think that with that, uh, with the promissory note, people are going to see Calaris like really dominate the agenda phase, which I think is going to naturally lead people to also trend towards taking the, the extra yeah. one as well. My personal favorite is I'm just gonna throw it out there the Argent one, yeah. but like I just like big big numbers, yeah. And I'm just like I want the flagship for free. Well, and it's and it's like it's got that element of ghost that I like, where it's just like sudden trickiness. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like surprise. Right. It's not even really tricky. It's just yeah, uh, that thing that you do every game. Good right. job, right. you did it again. Right. Yeah, I I definitely think that this after reading all three of them, the Argent one makes more sense as like making up for the three planet start the three three planet home system because yeah it's the only one that's like this is gonna do like this is gonna be a playmaker whereas the other two don't necessarily like get you a point or anything you know the extra one is the luck of the agenda deck draw and the the mentac one is the luck of the action card draws but like overwing zeta is like uh yeah you're gonna do something with that at least once again like you you will find a moment that is probably the time to use that yeah one thing that I love about this, because we were talking about drafting earlier, is that, you know, the whenever you choose is during setup. Right. So however we, if we do decide to incorporate this faction into drafting for the tournament, there's going to be this nice game of like, 
oh, Mentac's in the pool, and maybe I would prefer Mentac, but Mentac might get picked by another player. So now I have to decide, am I picking this and hoping I get Mentac right. as the one? <laughs> or am I going to get stuck with, you know, maybe maybe even Argent is also in the pool. So it's like, I'm going to be stuck with the extra thing. Yeah. Um, and Dara will have to, of course, figure, figure out how to make all that work <laughs> because they can't all three be available, Daryl. So I, I hope you're already working on that. It was a little while ago where you realized that you're going to have to work on it. So I, if I know Daryl... You've already figured it out. <laughs> wow. Um, okay. Well, that's, I mean, that's pretty much everything in this codex number three, uh, yeah. codex three vigil, which is definitely everything in the codex. Yeah. Nothing else is in here. Right. No yeah. other reveals, no other uh, incredible announcements. Uh, no. That's it. We're done. Yeah. Done there, won't be, there won't Ship be anything it. else in there. Um, and all the things that we have described yes. are in right. there. Yeah. None of those things are not in there. I just feel like I need to clarify that a little bit. Yeah. Um, these are all things, and they are all real. Yes. Yes. Thank you for that clarification, Hunter. That was yeah. Needed. I mean, Dane would not add a fake faction, and then we would talk about it for thirty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> like a thirty-minute like fake faction. Like we wouldn't do that. Would I? Would because... I add a fake faction, and then we talk about it for forty-five minutes? Though. That <laughs> yeah. I might do. 45 minutes, there's no way for sure. 30 minutes, I would find it quite hard to believe. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it, just, it would make all the listeners into just, like, doofuses, really, you know, <laughs> for listening to a 30-minute long discussion of a faction that doesn't exist. Luckily, we don't live in a world where that's possible. Yes. Yeah. Certainly not. Yeah. Um, so, this has been awesome. Dane, uh, thank you so much. What else? What's go What else is going on over there? Tell us all of the things because we know how uh, often you are able to just like tell us about all the inner workings of Fantasy Flight. So just go ahead and reveal. Some, just go ahead and reveal what else is going on at Fantasy <laughs> Flight for me, real quick. Oh, so many things. <laughs> I, I, uh, no, I, I, I don't can and will about, talk about, talk about all about of them now. Okay. Yeah. Yes, no more on. talking about work. This is we're off work now. Okay. Work sucks. <laughs> I know. You know. Uh, no more work stuff. Uh. Dane, what have you been doing lately for fun? What what do you what do you enjoy, Dane? We we always oh, have man. you here, and you're yeah. like on. It's like you're clocking in. You know what I mean? Dane, the person. Yeah, sure. I, I just actually watched Hawkeye for the first time. Whoa! Uh, Whoa. I I was a little late. Uh, I'd seen the first episode, and then I watched the rest of it, and I was like, oh, that was actually really great. Like, I don't know why, but like, I was in the mood for a Christmas movie, and so Whoa, apparently, in apparently, what a weird time of year yeah. to be in the mood for christmas i know movies, right you know? like i just need i just needed that and then i watched moon knight right after that and that was that was also fun wait you can already watch moon Knight. the first episode came out yeah. the first episode yeah i'm finding this out right now live <laughs> that i could be watching moon knight right now wow that's wild. yeah i it, it was fun um uh that said like one thing to remember about me is that I'm easily entertained by everything. So <laughs> a lot of time, like I will say like this is great. And then I'll just like pop on like, and then I'll just be like universally panned. And I'm just like, Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I like that. Uh, no, you shouldn't listen to what reviewers have to say. I think about anything like I, I never do. You know what I mean? Like that's my, fair. my favorite book is the phantom toll booth. That's it. That's the only book I've read. All right. <laughs> And that I hear these is what critics, we talked about earlier. These critics tell me that there are other good books, and I disagree. I don't think there is without having read them. Haven't even read them. Uh, yeah. I've been playing playing a lot of games. I uh, just finished Elden Ring. I know everybody's playing that. Whoa! Took I me 130 hours 
One hundred and thirty uh, oh hours. I did, hey, I did pretty much hey, everything. Hunter, for our other show, we're never doing an Elden Ring episode. Actually, <laughs> I know it's talking not about happening. doing it. It's I'm never gonna finish that game in my entire no. life. You, you know, never are. It it did, it wouldn't have taken me one hundred thirty hours. I just you know I did it all blind and I wanted to do everything and yeah. I did yeah. everything. Oh like God. I could have done a lot less. And honestly, I found it, it. It was a lot of fun. It was really great. Um, there was only one part where it was so frustrating that I was like talking to myself for like two hours straight. And when it was finally done, I felt no joy. Like there was no like happiness in completion. I was just like, well, that's good. I guess I won't destroy my own computer. Wow. Yeah. Um, I can relate to that. That's it. That's it. The rest, the rest of it all, it was like smooth enough. Um, and I had a lot of fun. It was, it was good. But yeah. Other than that, you know, just the usual, like life is pretty, pretty, pretty regular. Yeah, life is play, pretty regular. We've been playing Unsettled board game. I don't know. Unsettled? I don't know this yeah. game at all. But I don't, like really, a, I don't really play board games. Yeah, as yeah. we revealed last week, we don't play any games, actually. It's, it's, like a, it's like a planetary exploration. So it's not combat. It's like tongue-in-cheek, co- like crunchy co-op. Like kind of like exploring planets with weird rules. And rules. Ooh. Yeah. I, I like the it. box. Oh my god, I love the package of it. The, 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 com- the component the components are great. Yeah. Uh, best like setup and take and tear down like of any game I've ever played. Like Yeah. Like uh the trays, like everything just stays in the trays and then so like you can like pop it out and then just like seriously in like 2 minutes put it all back in. Wow. It's really it's really nice. Wow. Big, yeah. Big, These big components fan. are blowing me away. <laughs> like seriously. This is it makes me want to play it just how clean it yeah. looks if you, you know if you like co-ops you know like it's definitely prone to uh what's what do they call it quarterbacking uh, quarterbacking like it's definitely that kind of game but if you have a group that doesn't mind like collectively puzzling out the best yeah. thing to do um or just like you know yolo do whatever you want and then we lose like that's also fine as long as everybody's like cool with that like uh yeah Great, great game. I'm amazed you that. have the time because according to the Twilight Imperium community, you are literally uh, 14 hours a day only ever working on Twilight Imperium stuff and chained to your <sighs> desk, just oh. making sure we get new stuff out, you know? So it's, that's, it's wonderful that's... that you have a little bit of free time to squeeze in there, Dane. I'm, I'm really well, impressed. Well, it's like, we, it's, like, it's like you guys have been saying, we never lie on this podcast, right. so that is definitely true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm just, I'm so excited for, for the listeners. I'm so excited for Codex 3 and for all the lies, or I mean the Whoa. truth. The truth. The, all the truth. Close one. Fix it in post. Edit, edit that one out. out. Yeah, we got to edit that one out. So um, just like we edited it. out that thing earlier. Um, well, Dane, it's always just a pleasure to have you on the show. If anything, now it feels like, you. we've known each other for years now. When you're on the show, it just feels like a show hosted by... Three bros, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, three smoke shows. <laughs> three smoke shows. I want to thank our weird bears, Big Al Cappuccino, Squeamish Emu, Brassbird, Brian, Kaluan, Dark Jutsu, Goondock, Ignoring My PhD, Carnal, Kindred Spirit, Alice, Bagels, Emlashevsky, Sunfax, Absol, Ricky M44, Rwise, and Fancy Zeeling, <gasps> and Mama's Lovely Larva. My son is also named Bor Anvilier's Nerf Zerg Tautology is what it is, Frank G, Gaz, Keo, Rekka, Jadim, Jedi, Elite Barbecue, Rolo, Uncle Baddie, and Teddy's Jam for you. Uh, this is just Matt now. If you couldn't tell, we faded out. Hey, uh, I don't have a Galactic Council pull for you yet. We'll have one next week. We kind of 
this one got thrown together real quick uh, because of the nature of it. Uh, uh, but then I do have a Homebrewers Guild game for you. We, we are doing a, uh, in quotes, tournament mode stream. What we're actually going to do is uh, what I'm now calling 12 by 12, which is 444, right? Four, four times three is 12. Okay, so 444 is four stage ones, four stage twos, and four secret objectives. But then you play to 12 points. So we'll see. I don't know what that's going to be. I, I'm, I'm nervous that the game's going to actually go uh, kind of long, which also we are out on a time limit that day. So we may not finish this game. I don't know. It's going to be a funny, goofy stream, though, of us kind of half taking this tournament mode seriously. And that's going to be Tuesday, May 5th at 9 a.m. Central. That's 1400 UTC. Uh, so look forward to that. And then we will have a new homebrew uh, topic or... Uh, style for next month's game you can rate this podcast on apple Podcasts, itunes or wherever you get your stuff and you can find our website spacecatspeaceturtles.com for info information about our patreon our twitter our discord our merch all that stuff and you can send this imperium life stories to spacecatspeaceturtles at gmail.com i'm out of here Bye bye Thank you for listening to Space Cat's Peace Turtles. And thanks to Ben Prunty for the use of his music. You can find more at benpruntymusic.com and benprunty.bandcamp.com. Pax Magnifica, Bellum Gloriosum. One, two, three. You don't have to do it, Dan. You're fine. I'm just a little spike. <laughs> <laughs> so that's 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 the intro, right? That's we're, it. We're yeah. live now. You're right. live, Hunter. You I think that's a, I think that's a post teaser. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs>